0: Today's episode is brought to you by Motherfucking Nature. Motherfucking Nature has a clinically proven formula that lowers depression and anxiety while raising vitamin D production by 1,000%, 1,000%, that that seems like a made up number. Uh, Motherfucking Nature is now available in all 50 US states, 195 countries, and all 7 continents. To utilize motherfucking nature, simply get up off your fat ass, walk 20 feet to the front door, and step outside. That's motherfucking nature. Go the fuck outside. Uh, We'll get to the other ads later. On to the podcast. hey okay ha, happy hour i am your host mp snyders you can call me matt you can call me matthew you can call me stupid fucking crazy guy doing all robotic voice for no reason hey guys how you doing welcome to hey okay ha happy hour this is episode 18 Eighteen, cause I'm eighteen, and I don't know what I want. Eighteen, I'm gonna go smoke a blanche. Eighteen, and I am still living at home, because I'm only eighteen, and I still bitch and complain, cause I think I'm a man, but I'm really a boy. And I will annoy you with your silly ass toys. Oh, that rhyme really degenerated into nonsense. Whatever, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when you're drinking green tea? That's my drink for this happy hour. Hope you're drinking something too. Hope you got some libations. Drinking green tea out of a plastic bottle. Probably not a smart move. Oh, shit. Green tea with real sugar. Son of a bitch. I didn't look, I just saw green tea and I assumed it was zero sugar health shit. It is not. It looks like it is. 38 grams of sugar? That's more than a, what is that, like a Coke? The fuck am I doing? God damn it. They put sugar in everything, don't they? Don't they? Or what they put in it is corn syrup. Corn syrup. One thing this country is, uh, one thing that separates uh, the U.S. from a lot of countries is our, as far as the taste of our food. We got a weird taste in our food. Very weird taste. Turns out it's all from the corn syrup. We put corn syrup in everything. Soda, ketchup. Put that shit in fucking frosting probably. It's probably in the hamburgers, just corn syrup. Hey, you want some corn syrup? It's like, why? Why? Why do we have so much corn syrup in this country? I don't know. I have a few theories. <clears throat> and by theory, I mean a, a, a factually based explanation. Corn syrup is uh, that's what happens when the government meddles in markets. They create an oversupply of bullshit. That's what happens. Let me tell you, as a guy from Iowa, you know what we grow in Iowa? A lot of people think potatoes. As they hear Iowa, they think potatoes. It is not potatoes. Okay? It's methamphetamine. No, it's Uh, corn. We grow corn in, uh, Iowa. And you would think, you know, it'd be a logical assumption. You know, you drive through Iowa, just acres and acres of cornfields in the summer anyway. In the winter, it's just a desolate shithole of just snowy brown sadness. For all as far as the eye can see. But in the summer, it's beautiful. It's green, it's lush, it's full of corn. So you'd think, Look at all that food look at all that food for the people you know because it's the bread basket that's what we call ourselves in the midwest hey we're the bread basket we feed the world we feed the world and it sounds like a good story you know seems like it's a believable I'll tell you it's like a, one of those stories that it sounds good until you do a little bit of research and the whole thing falls apart like a house of cards you and i can't eat any of that fucking corn in, that you see in iowa with a few exceptions, you might see a little tiny patch of sweet corn here and there, but all that grain, that field corn, that's just shit for animals. And we just might say, well, why would, the, why would the farmers grow all that corn? Surely they can grow other plants in that nice, fertile soil, nice, humid summers with all that sunshine. Corn likes it. Surely other plants would like to grow there too. But the farmers don't grow other other than soybeans, right? You got to rotate the crop. One year you do the soybeans, the next year you do the corn. One year you do the bullshit that makes you have estrogen, the next year you do the bullshit that gives you diabetes. We just rotate it. Bitch tits, diabetes. Bitch tits, diabetes. Why? Why? Why these two crops of all the crops? Why the farmers growing these two crops? <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you why. Let me drink my green tea first because the federal government directs them to do so. They give them incentives. They're called farm subsidies. And you say, well, if you're the USDA, right, you you could subsidize anything you wanted. You could subsidize tomatoes. You could subsidize peanuts. You could subsidize anything you wanted. And then once you decide what you're going to subsidize, you can decide how much you want to subsidize it. Well, get this. The federal government decides they're going to, Give farmers the biggest subsidy if they grow the two worst crops out there. Fucking grain corn and soybeans. All bullshit. Humans can't eat that shit. It's just for animals, which is a really inefficient way to make food. You know how many acres of fucking grain corn you got to grow to produce one pound of hamburger? It's fucking retarded. But they do it because the government pays them to. There are years when farmers will take a loss on the corn they produce, but they more than make up for it because they get a $120,000 check from Uncle Sam. You gotta have a pretty big farm to get 120K, but there's a lot of farms that get that much. Yep, and they'll hide behind that Norman Rockwell painting of the poor farmer. Now they're all corporations now, even the so-called family farms. They're just big fucking gangsters. They're landowners. And Uncle Sam comes in and what's he do? takes a list of all the crops that humans can grow, finds out which are the most poisonous, the most pointless, and he gives all kinds of incentives to grow that shit. And he looks at all the crops that are healthy, good for you, and he doesn't subsidize them as much, or maybe not at all. And then he'll take a look at some crops, and he'll say, well, this is really beneficial. We gotta make this one illegal. We'll put motherfuckers in a cage if they grow hemp. Used to anyway, that shit's changing. But uh, what's my point? Why am I ranting about, oh yeah, corn syrup. Here's what the government does: they create all these incentives to uh, oversupply corn and soybeans. They got too much of it. They don't know what the fuck to do with it. So they got yeah put it in the car. Put put some of it in the fucking car. So we got corn-based fucking eth- ethanol, which is bullshit. It's it's actually more inefficient once you get through the process and just use regular ass petroleum. But you got too much corn. So you got to do something with it. Corn. Not even all the cars can eat up all the bullshit corn we produce in this plantation country of ours. So what's Uncle Sam do? Uh, he said, we'll put it in this food supply. We don't need regular-ass sugar cane anymore. Let's just use all this excess corn and give our population diabetes. Yeah, let's do that. And then let's make some money on the return when they come back to our government-controlled healthcare. Yeah, we'll just fucking harvest these humans. We'll just harvest them. Ah, let them get cancer, diabetes, and at the end of their life, they'll spend 100K a year on our shitty medication and we'll just harvest them of their family wealth. I'll do this for every fucking family in the nation. Nobody's going to accrue any wealth. We'll keep our power. Keep the system going. That's what's going on. That's why farmers are growing corn. I got news for you, farmer. There's no such thing as corn farmers or soybean farmers. You're a fucking farmer. Grow whatever the fuck you want. Jesus Christ, you goddamn government employees. I love it when farmers shit on uh, government uh, or people get a little bit of food stamps. The fucking shit on people getting food stamps or a little bit of welfare. Which, you know, I'm a, you know me, I'm a fucking libertarian, whatever that means. So I'm not a big fan of any kind of entitlements. But it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're a, you are you are the biggest welfare queens in the world are American farmers. At me. At me. At me with your bullshit emotional-based arguments that have no bearing in reality. I'll come back with, with the facts. How about we do that? Skating on this. 1930s propaganda, and it is it is bullshit what was done to the American family farmer. That is some bullshit. It was, the banks took family farms out and it's a goddamn tragedy. It's a goddamn crime what happened. They started in the Great Depression, fucking, f- banks started foreclosing on farms in the Great Depression, kind of skated by for another 50 years, and then the 80s farming crisis is when the banks really swallowed up all that farmland they fucking sold it to their corporate buddies. Now it's all fucking landed gentry, corporate farming. Like I said, even the so called family farms are, you know, glorified syndicates. So just remember that when you're in Iowa or in the upper Midwest next time, those farmers are the fucking, they're the land owning gentry. And it ain't that hard of work. Farming is actually not that hard of work, it's really not. Uh, farmers love to look down on guys that come from the town because they're lazy. But if you've actually spent time on a farm, it's fucking easy. you got to wake up at shitty times. Like if you're on a dairy farm, you got to wake up at 5 in the morning. you got to milk the fucking cows every 12 hours. So, it, you know, it eats into your sleep schedule. But it's like fucking three to five hours of work a day, like, during the season. And then you got the whole fucking winter off. So they fly out to Vegas or whatever. They It's just... It's so overrated. If it was that hard work, you motherfuckers wouldn't be that fat. Fat. <laughs> these fucking farmers are the fattest porkers you've ever seen. They couldn't fucking run 800 meters. Get the fuck out of here. They'll, once in a while, they'll hire out some of the labor to some young 18-year-old farmhand. Don't let these fuckers ever tell you they're hard work. They're not. You know who works hard? Engineers. Could that, could that be the most underrated people in our, in our, in our culture? Engineers? God bless engineers. Everything we take for granted, some nerd sat down and had to really fucking concentrate on how to make that shit work. Every time you take a exit ramp off the freeway and your car doesn't fly off the fucking ramp, thank some engineer. And you never hear engineers bragging. You never hear engineers sitting around bitching about how hard they work and how underappreciated they are. All I hear about farmers is you never take we feed you. No, you don't. You don't feed us. Californians technically feed us. If you want to get if you want to get real, the vegetable, the human food you eat, that should come from California or it's shipped in from Central America, South America, or the fucking even New Jersey has some people fucking vegetable farms. Oh boy, I'm gonna have a full inbox of people from my hometown telling me, Matt, you are off base. We feed America. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. It's okay. You can keep pretending you do. Keep pretending you do. Um. Yeah, we we, we fucking even over subsidized dairy. That they had government cheese. Like they fucking subsidized dairy so much. Everybody get on on dairy because they want to get them subsidies. What do you do? You overproduce milk. The fucking government ends up buying back the milk with you or my and your money, and then just stored it and made the shittiest cheese you could ever imagine. They called it government cheese, and then they sold that shit cheap, probably made a little profit on it. But all this, all these market inefficiencies are government created. Why the fuck are we subsidizing corn? Why not subsidize? Tomatoes to the same degree that we we subsidize corn. Why not subsidize kale to the same level we subsidize soybeans? Also, while we're on the topic of farm subsidies, government who pretends to hate smoking and tobacco, you create all these anti smoking fucking laws, you tax the shit out of packs of cigarettes which is a tax on the poor, you do all this shit because you pretend you're against tobacco, then why are you subsidizing tobacco farmers, you lying pieces of shit? Why? Think about that. If the government hates tobacco that fucking much, why are they paying farmers to grow it? Why? I'm not even being a dick. I'm genuinely asking you why. Why? I really don't know. It's almost as if they're completely full of shit and just grabbing money from poor people. Oh boy, you thought the soapbox was gonna be put away for at least two more weeks. No, no sir, no ma'am. This soapbox is, you know what? It was rickety, but I think it's getting stronger. These fucking little wood planks, they're healing. It's like they're bone tissue. How the fuck is this supposed to work? Sorry guys. (sighs) While I'm on the soapbox, do I bring up, do I bring up the burn? Are you feeling the burn? That's what's going on. Last time I checked, the burn is real. Bernie Sanders is gonna get the Democratic nomination. Um, Here's my thing on Bernie. Has there ever been a more obvious controlled opposition candidate ever? People have amnesia, like they forget what happened in 2016. And let me remind you, okay, 2016, Bernie Sanders ran for president under the Democratic ticket. And the DNC, the Democrat, I can't speak, Democratic National Committee conspired to ensure the nomination went to Hillary. In other words, it was rigged. We know this because some Russian hacked the emails and publicized these emails. We're told they were Russian. We don't really know. Could have been a rogue DNC person, which is actually, actually holds more more water if you look into it. It really looks like it was an internal leak, but whatever. Let's say it was a Russian who exposed this. Well, at this point, it's clear that Bernie, if he were a, you know, an actual opposition candidate, would say, fuck you. But did Bernie say fuck you to Hillary and the DNC in 2016 after it was revealed, it was rigged against him? Nope, nope, he didn't. He, in fact, endorsed Hillary. He endorsed her. Like, he was in on it. The whole time, let me be clear. Bernie Sanders is a pressure release valve for discontent. Okay? That's what the fuck he is. He's not actually going to... You think he's actually going to end the war and be anti-imperialistic? Why do you think that? Because he says he will? The last two presidential candidates who won both said the same shit. Obama said the same shit. Trump said the same shit. Right? You really think Bernie's going to end any of these fucking wars? No, he's not. He's going to say he's going to because these fuckers have this bot and sold. They're not dumb, right? They're not dumb. They understand there's a lot of discontent. Socialism is becoming more fashionable or appealing. They know this. Are they going to let a true independent rogue take that support? Of course not. They're going to take a guy that fucking own and control. And again, we know he's own and controlled because he acquiesced to the DNC in 2016, last election. How the fuck does everybody forget this? But everybody wants to believe he's some independent rogue because he says he is. His actions speak a little louder, do they not? Like it just how more obvious could it be? Right? How, like, like they're going to like they're going to capture both political parties but they're not going to have a pressure release valve for discontent? Like how, how would they overlook that? They didn't overlook that. It's called Bernie. They'll probably end up fucking him out of the nomination anyway but if he does get the nomination they still know they're that's still their fucking guy you know what he'll probably choose hillary as his running mate i bet that's what the fuck will happen sorry if i'm too uh debbie downer here on your bernie shit but i don't i don't i don't get the appeal i don't get the fucking appeal i'm gonna give you free stuff the rich i'm gonna give you stuff from the rich people and everybody thinks that they're not rich and they're gonna get stuff instead of pay stuff your fellow citizens are not the bad guys. You know, I don't care how rich they are. If they made their money honestly, they're not—they're not the bad guy, right? The surgeon making six hundred k a year, having a hell of a year—that's—he's in the upper one percent and then some. But he's not the guy that's fucking you. All right. It's the people that are in positions of power. The people that have so much fucking money—they don't show up in the Forbes list. You know that Forbes hundred, you know, the hundred richest people and whatever. It's like the hundred richest normal people. The people that are actually at the spigot of the money supply, those the motherfuckers that lend money to the richest people in the world, they they don't, they don't fucking publicize their names. What are you crazy? This this episode, man. I'm what am I doing? I'm pissing off burners and farmers? You can't do that. How you going to get a listenership on a podcast if you're shitting on Bernie supporters and farmers? You know, you could pick one. Not both. It's especially stupid for a guy like me. Most of my friends, good people that I, I like and respect, good chunk of them, are Bernie Sanders supporters or farm kids. Or, you know, they were farm kids. You know, they, they grew up. But you know what I mean? People that grew up on a farm, maybe they're still in agriculture, or the city folk. <laughs> by the way, nobody says city folk. I just, I just like, I like to give city folk the idea that rural folk say city folk. You know, my city folk friends are, by and large, Bernie Sanders supporters. So what I'm trying to say is, uh, I foresee a very lonely spring for me. Ah, I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. You know what we'll do? We'll chalk this up uh, to uh, we'll make this Contrarian Corner number three. Is that the name we just, we decided on? Contrarian Corner. Sure. So that's my Contrarian Corner for the week. Fuck farm subsidies and fuck uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, I'm not married to this position. If evidence comes about that that uh, proves me full of shit. What am I going to do? Double down? Am I going to double down on being full of shit? No. New evidence surfaces. Got to take that evidence and uh, change my mind. If you ever want podcast suggestions, ask a farmer. That's all those fuckers do. Listen to podcasts. They sit in these giant, comfortable combines, right? In these climate controlled, basically, they're like, I don't know, they're like spaceships, basically. Um... And they listen to podcasts and music. It's for it's for fucking ridiculous. These are like half a million dollar machines. I don't. Half of you listening to this don't know what the fuck a combine is, but if you Google combine, you've seen them before. They're basically giant harvesting machines, and they cost you know five hundred thousand to a million dollars per thing. They're not cheap, but they got hell of a sound system. You can pimp these things out with some uh, some Dolby surround sound. (laughs) Is Dolby a thing? probably 30 years old uh you got your fucking apple play these guys got it made just sitting there listening to podcasts right because every fall they'll tell you oh i gotta go work in the fields it's that time of year and in the head they want you to think oh man these guys are working hard they're out in the fields, out here in the fields i fight for my meal I get my back into my living No, you don't You don't get your back into your living You're sitting in a lazy boy recliner In a slowly moving harvester Listening maybe to this very podcast I don't fucking know um, I shouldn't I shouldn't assume that You're listening to Bill Simmons' Ringer fuck jam Whatever the fuck you listen to Let's get to some Let me read some copy here Hey, do you like candy? Gummy candy? Mmm, do you like cannabis? Do you like them both together ever so deliciously? Well, Baba G DIY edible kits are just the product for you. These DIY edible candy kits will allow you to mix in your cannabis with their candy mixer to provide some delicious, gummy, gelatinous goodness. Check them out at Oregonbaba.com. Again, that's Oregonbaba.com or Oregonbaba.com if you want to pronounce it correctly. Uh, There you go there. Uh, We're also brought to you by Octane Inc. Where's my ad copy? Octane Inc. specializes in vehicle wraps, snowmobile wraps, custom apparel, and race car lettering. With a deep history in motorsports and the love for anything fast, Octane Inc. has quickly become the Midwest premier one-stop shop. Anything you want customized with your business logo or personal monogram, they can make it happen. Visit octaneinkllc.com today or find them on any social media platform. That's octane, dot com. Again, octaneinkllc.com. Cool, cool. Uh, Mountain mud. Where's my mountain mud? Mountain mud. Sunscreen. Kind of a weird time for sunscreen, is it not? But you might be traveling down to Australia. Hey, get on Australia there. If you do, you're going to want to stock up on this. Uh, what is it? Mountain Mud Sunscreen is a biodegradable, reef-safe CBD-infused sunscreen made with organic food-grade ingredients using non-nanotized zinc oxide as the only active ingredients. Each two-and-a-half-ounce tin has 200 milligrams of CBD isolate and is based on an FDA-approved recipe. It's SPF 35 water resistant for a minimum minimum of 30, uh, I'm sorry, not 30, 40 minutes. Get that extra 10 and shelf stable for two years. Available for purchase at mountainmudsunscreen.com. Again, mountainmudsunscreen.com. And that's it for the ads. Uh, i about ready to wrap this shit up. Um, well, first, I didn't ask about your weekend. Did you have a good Valentine's Day weekend? Hmm. I'm gonna get some chocolates get some chocolates and get some flowers go to your, go to the local wine bar and sit down uh this is the first Valentine's Day in 11 years 10 years over a decade I was single and I'm kind of proud of myself you know why because I figured I'm kind of a let's be real I try to be positive but at the end of the day I'm a I'm a curmudgeonly fuck. And is there anything more curmudgeonly than some recently single guy on Valentine's Day? I mean, I bitched about Valentine's Day when I was with the lady. Just a made-up holiday for, from Hallmark to take money away. I said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to succumb to that negative shit. I'm going to appreciate it because we have all kinds of holidays. Why not have a holiday uh, celebrating romantic love? Even if it is contrived. So I'm going to, I'm just going to be a, a, a nice boy and then just keep my negative thoughts. Not even to myself. Just keep those negative thoughts. Yeah, fuck those negative thoughts. I thought, right? So I go, I go out drinking on Friday night. Uh, a few buddies, a few, uh, there's a lady there or at least one lady. I was meeting some new people. Hey, we were drinking. I forgot exactly. But point is I was not on a date and i saw a lot of people out there on dates i'll tell you what i appreciated it every in this time of division in this time of division and hatred we need to come together and go to bars drink some alcohol pretend to like one another and go back and have filthy fortification um i don't know anyway that's what happened friday and then uh, play a little poker on Sunday, with some boys, with some boys. And by boys, I mean men. Eh, they're men. No, no women were there, so we could talk freely, right? And women do the same, you right? know. When women are alone and there's no men around, you guys talk shit about men. We're talking shit about yeah, di- guys. You guys probably talk about dicks all day, or maybe we're just that self-absorbed. We think when you're alone, you talk about our dicks. You don't. You probably talk about what do you fucking talk about? People. You talk about other people. So and so did this. So and so, did you hear about so and so? That's how ninety percent of women's conversations start. Did you hear about so and so? And the other lady goes, "No, what?" And the other lady goes, "Oh, <laughs> some vaguely scandalous shit." And they can all they both bond together because they're not the one being talked about. Is that, is that how ladies conversations go? I don't know. I'm just I'm just being a uh, I'm just I'm just engaging in some conjecture here. What do guys talk about when we're alone? Nothing. We're going to talk about shit. You know, we just talk about I can't even tell you what the fuck we talk about. It's so it's so innocent. Uh, I finished $6 up. Is there a better dollar figure to finish up than six? It's perfect. You don't want to win too much. Especially if you gotta bow out early. You don't wanna win three hundred dollars. Hey, see you later, guys. Don't wanna don't wanna to stay too long. I might get too drunk to drive. See you later. You don't wanna lose money, but you win six dollars. It's like you you had free fun. You had a good day, talk some shit, and you got your gas money. It's perfect. Um, fuck, did I contribute for the pizza? Probably didn't. I should probably I should probably look into that. Fucking mooch. Just show up. Taking $6 and some pizza. I probably even took a couple beers after I ran out of my own. What a horrible guest I am, huh? Well, I am officially in Ramble Zone. What do you think, guys? I still have some of this fucking green tea left. It's the sugar. We're going downtown with a bitter of and sugar rock going down swinging. I go a bit with a a bit say her sorry S- sorry as they say in, in uh Canada. Sorry sorry Well who's that Canadian guy that uh is telling people to clean up their rooms? You, you gotta clean up your room. You can't your room, you lazy piece of shit. And, and you might ask yourself, well, why? Why do I have to clean my room? And you might say, well, well it's, it's I got other things to do. But you gotta do it. It's bloody hard, but you still gotta clean your room. Who's that got? Jordan Peters? Jordan. Jordan Peters son. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. That's that's an interesting guy. I heard about uh, uh, this. You know who I'm talking about, right? That uh, professor up in Canada. He's got a huge YouTube following. Uh, He says shit like he's got the clean your room thing. You want to clean? You want to change the world? You got to change yourself first. It's like, that's probably a good point. But I heard about him because everybody's telling me this guy's a fucking Nazi. Like, this guy's a Nazi? Fuck this guy. So I look in and I pull up some some Nazi speeches from this filthy fucking racist. And, uh, come to find out this guy doesn't say shit about it. He's not, he's not a Nazi at all. I don't know where the fuck this is coming from. I'm still, I don't know. Maybe there's some shit that I haven't haven't uncovered, but then I started thinking, wait a second, you know, my mind works. Somebody, everybody tells me not to listen to somebody. I'm like, why, why, why are you all against this thing? it's like you know when you're a kid like hey don't don't push that button. It's bad. Bad things will happen. And in the back of your mind you're like, yeah, I bet I bet maybe not. I bet maybe great things happen if I push that fucking button. Don't open that cookie jar. There's there's things in there that are bad. Open that cookie jar, bad things are going to happen to you. Turns out you open that cookie jar, there's a lot of good things in there. So uh, I'm trying to find the uh the, the racist shit in this Jordan Peterson guy. Can't find any. If anybody out there has any evidence of Jordan Peterson's racism, please email it to me at mp at hey, okay, ha, huh, happy hour.com. Because so far, all this shit I'm uncovering is like actually pretty good advice. Is it advice that I will follow? No, it's not. My room's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> it's actually not. It's just disorganized. There's a difference between dirty and disorganized, right? I'm clean, but I'm disorganized. Right? Like, you could have an organized room. Everything is where it needs to be. Your bed's made. Your fucking books are in alphabetical order. Right? But there's fucking pizza boxes and fucking... Well, no, that's a bad example because that would be disheveled. Just picture no no uh, disorganized stuff. But yet there's fucking bacteria and fucking... You take a, a, a black light and there's all these kinds of weird stains everywhere. That's how most people are living. Filthy with the illusion of order Not me. My room is chaotic. You walk in there's a fucking there's a guitar sideways a bunch of fucking basketball sneakers Thrown around it's probably a fucking laptop sitting there with a bunch of cords all tangled. It looks It looks disorganized, but it's clean. I promise you it's clean No fucking food crumbs in there. There's there's no filthy stains. That's it's clean. I'm not going to sit there like some kind of meth addict fucking organize my bookshelf. First I'd have to get a bookshelf. Then I'd have to get books and then I'd have to buy some Adderall or some speed, take it. And because who else fucking organizes shit? I always wonder about that, especially where I come from. There's these certain communities. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to call out any nationalities, but there's certain Dutch communities. These, these fuckers are, are tidy. They're like, they got the cleanest yards, the cleanest house, everything's organized, and yet they're all filthy. They smell like they don't like they come off a fucking hog farm and they smell like a fucking hog. That sounds like a horrible insult, but it's, I'm just being honest. They literally smell like pigs. Literally. Just cuz that's what's in the fucking air. Like I probably smell like, I don't know, whatever the fuck Philly, I probably smell like cheese steaks and uh, anger. That's I don't know what the fuck Philly smell Wherever you are, you smell like that. And if you live on a fucking hog farm, you smell like a fucking hog. Um, you're good. You're a good person. I get up just. You smell like a fucking hog. Um, why is everything coming back to to shitting on farmers this episode? Why? What's the point? What's the point in all this? No, there is no point. Oh, somebody's walking by my car. Hear me yell! Hear me yell! Seeing the microphone. Just did a double take, continued walking, continued walking faster, which tells me they're more afraid of me than I am of them. Um, That's about it. That's about it for this. Hey, okay, ha, happy hour. Let's finish this damn green tea here to make it official. Ah, all righty, guys. Thanks for bearing with me on this one. If you're a Bernie supporter or a farmer, I love you. I love you both. And uh, like I said, I'm open to uh, whatever... Information you're privy to that I'm not so that I can come over to your side. You know, Maybe there's some benefits to, to field corn that I'm not aware of. Maybe ethanol has improved recently. It's actually more efficient than petrol. I don't know. Maybe Bernie Sanders is going to give us free everything and we'll have a utopia and no more war. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I can have money without working. That's what... <laughs> everybody seems to be looking for. I just give me money. I don't want to work. Give me universal income. Give me some of Jeff Bezos' money. He made too much money. He owes us money because he has money. I want money. So give me money because it's fair. I don't know. Is that is that socialism in a nutshell? That's probably unfair to socialism. You probably have way deeper thoughts than that. Uh, but yeah. Hit me up. Again, I'm going to plug my email. mp at hey, okay, ha, happy hour.com. And uh, if you don't mind doing me a little favor, uh, go hit the uh, old subscribe button here on your uh, podcast player or uh, give me a rating. I'm not going to tell you to give me a five-star rating. You can go ahead and give me whatever fucking rating you want to. Right now I got 16 ratings on uh, iTunes. Is it iTunes or whatever the fuck it is? Apple Podcast. 16 ratings. If I see a podcast that has 16 ratings, I don't believe it's a real podcast. I'm thinking this motherfucker had 16 of his friends give him a review. I didn't do that. Okay? I only had like four of them. <laughs> Point is, go ahead and review me. Give me a review. I can take it. Um, this has been Hey, Okay, Ha, Happy Hour. Uh, hope to see you next week. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.